What's up, guys? This episode is brought to you by our favorite budgeting app, Every Dollar. Rachel and I love Every Dollar because it is the easiest way to take control of your money, build the right habits, and make progress on your goals. You can download it for free on the App Store or Google Play today. Hey guys, I'm Rachel Cruz. I'm George Camel. And this is Smart, Smart Money, Money Happy, Happy Hour. Hour. Well, the glitter stops the clink the gl- in real life, but we are taking it and... Are you sure we can drink glitter legally? Look at this glitter! George, I'm so excited about this episode. Well, you guys, this is Smart Money Happy Hour, the podcast where two friends who happen to be money experts talk about what you're talking about. Everything from pop culture, current events, and money, and what is going on in pop culture and current events. Like right now in life, what are we seeing everywhere? Barbie. So we're talking about it because that's what apparently you guys want to talk about. <laughs> but we're also going to weave in some nerdier stuff like Monopoly and Richie Rich and MASH. Not the TV show, although that is a great show. Yes. Well, we're going to talk about all things 90s, you guys, from the motivations, the motives behind the things that we loved, the movies, the games. Like there's so much 90s in this So episode. many toys, so we're many here. games, so little time, and it's all making a comeback. What is the, everyone's obsession with it's the a 90s? It's big deal. Just simpler times? I don't know. Less technology? But there's such great stuff. And I don't know if we're at the age, I guess, of like being able to really love it because we were 90s kids. Like the oh. 80s came back for a hot second. Yep. And I could pretend that I was like the scrunchy girl and all that, but, but I was really still young. Yeah. This is my prime. The 90s were everything to you. We are living in the prime. And also, I think with technology getting so advanced and it's all going to AI, there's something special about the tactile games and toys we used to play. Yes, I know. Well, George, we sip on a very special cocktail every episode, but this cocktail is just, I can't. This is, I guess, called the Barbie Core Pink Drink. I mean, look how fun. And this has been influenced by TikTok. I think someone sent this to us yes, and said, you guys did. need to try this. And I saw it and I sent it to Michael Reddish, our resident bar- bartender. And I was like, And he made it with full glitter. I mean, y'all, we have to make a caveat and a disclaimer. <laughs> our faces are going to be covered in bright pink glitter, but I'm doing it for you. Okay? But we also have this. So we can. We got a little wet wipe. <laughs> Golly. Oh, yeah, look. There's going to be glitter for days. I'm going to be finding it in the laundry. I know. It's unfortunate. This is a fun drink, and it is a mocktail, right? Maybe? No, George. We spiked it. We We spiked the Barbie Core Pink drink. For sure. So we're going to give it a rating, reveal the recipe if you so dare to make this at home with edible glitter. (laughs) And we're going to give you the cost per glass, which I imagine is $14,000 based on how the glitter and glam to this drink is a lot. It's a lot, and we're here for it. Okay, so by the time this episode premieres the barbie movie will be out and it is starring um margot robbie who i think is just one of the most beautiful human beings on the planet and ryan gosling which is one of the most beautiful human beings on the planet. one of the most beautiful human beings too and as a film buff rachel i can tell you it was written and directed by greta gerwig who yes. famously directed lady bird in 2017 and the little women remake in That's 2019 right. did you watch that one no i haven't seen either i watched lady bird Little Women wasn't really my speed, but I heard it was amazing. People talk about, yeah, how great she is, and I believe it. And the budget for this movie is $100 million, according to Variety. That's a lot of budget. Mm-hmm. I don't even know. Is that a lot for a movie? It sounds like a lot. I don't know. But, like, the trailer, have you seen it? Like, Epic. Oh, my gosh. I can't wait. I just can't There's wait. There's so much to unpack. So I love the trailer, and I will be seeing that movie in theaters. And a poll of 500 people from FilmThreat.com asked, why would you like to watch the Barbie movie? And here's what people said. Yes, 30 30- percent of people said they're head over heels for Margot Robbie. 
Wow. Nostalgia, I'm totally obsessed with Barbies, was 24%. The memes have me hooked, 18%, because I've done a great job on social media. It's everywhere. Uh, The let's be real, it's just because of Ryan Gosling was 13%. There we go. And I've been blown away by Greta Gerwig's previous movies. That would be you. Would you be the 13% there? Yeah, I would say I'm in the opposite format. I'm going to go Greta Gerwig, then Ryan Gosling, then memes, then nostalgia. I mean, Margot Robbie's great, but I'm not head over heels. That's an aggressive term. I'm more of a Ryan Gosling fan, personally, as an actor. Yes. I I think I would be in the second column. Just I was totally obsessed with Barbies. Yes. My girls have Barbies. I mean, it was just... Yeah, and then this is like a brand association thing where it's kind of carried down generation to generation. Because yes. Rachel loved Barbies, now you want Amelia and Caroline sure. to love Barbies. Yeah, some people get mad at Barbie. I'm not mad at Barbie. But Barbie used to be the only thing out there. Now there's like a bajillion, like American Girl doll, sure, and all these. Totally. Different, are they into Barbie right now? Do I? Yeah, they like Barbie and American Girl. I mean, they're into all the all of it. Do they commingle the universes? No, no. Oh, okay, That's good to a, know. Yeah, it's very separate. I'm learning. It is. It's, it's very like separate. this American Girl doll time. Now it's Barbie time. Yes. Well, what was your take on Barbie growing up? Like what in the family? Yeah, was it we, a big thing? Yeah, we were a Barbie family. Mom and dad were not. I know some parents are against Barbie. Mom and dad were not. So we couldn't play with one Barbie though. What's that? There was one Barbie. She came. She was like wow. a shopping Barbie. Came with a credit card. <laughs> oh my gosh. So Dave Ramsey's like, over my dead body, you're going to be a credit card in her hand. I learned that later at a live he was telling the stories like, that's the one that I was like, I'm not going to buy that Was that, that confusing as a child when you were a little girl? Like, daddy, I want the shopping Barbie. And he was like, no. No, I don't even know if it ex- If I even knew it existed, I just think there was probably an option for them at Christmas to like buy different Barbies. Yeah. And we saw that one and that was not that's a like good a day for That's a drug for the kids. They're like, well, my Barbie played with credit cards, so I want to play you with credit like cards. like Dave Ramsey. <laughs> just like my dad. <laughs> I'm very, I don't like the marketing to mm-hmm. children. That bothers me. There is, because I think it was Master, I think it had like an actual logo of a card. Sure. So they paid big money. Oh, that makes Barbie sense. To that uh, Nothing, little, no free lunch. That little credit card on her hands. So do you think girls mm-hmm. learned maybe bad money habits and ideas from Barbie? Like it's a very kind of material girl, material world sure. culture. I mean, very I don't consumer. think the reason I love clothes today is, I don't think I blame Barbie on that. That, is a, now, Mall Madness, maybe I blame it on that. Small Madness. The game? Do you? Oh, yeah. If you think I was playing Mall Madness, Mall Madness as a team. Mall Madness was a fantastic game. So that was more my I'm a like, man of business and leisure. I was playing <laughs> Roller Coaster Tycoon. Mall Madness. Get out of here with I that. No, it was my. I was, was owning the mall. I was owning the I mall. I, I actually owned it. Yes. Owned the stores there. <laughs> Well, uh, Barbie is responsible for a whole lot of credit card swipes, Rachel, in real life. They have sold now one billion toys since Barbie launched in 1959. That's pretty wild. That's a lot. And Mattel is hoping for another billion starting with this movie. So, yeah, and that's like the new trend right now is that people, they're using toys as intellectual property. So it's worked for the Hasbro Toy Company. So look at Transformers, G.I. Joe, My Little Pony. And this is kind of the whole kid-dult Culture. Yes. There's also the Lego movie, which mm-hmm. was astoundingly successful. And uh, probably Super made Mario Brothers. Mar- it's all coming back. Yes. I, I'm telling you. Is Hollywood you. getting lazy or are they just like cashing in on They're this trend? They're cashing in on us. On Makes us. sense. We all have Our money generation. now. Mm-hmm. Back then, we couldn't afford the toys. Now we have. Well, here's what's crazy. When they, when they take a toy like that or a brand and create TV shows and movies and all of that, Hasbro saw an 8.8 rise in profit with all their content. That's so, one way to uh, spike the profits. Okay, there's one uh, that apparently failed, though. Battleship. Okay, who thought 
They made a movie out of Battleship? I think they did back in the day. It obviously didn't do well. Apparently, Rihanna <gasps> and Liam Neeson were in it? Yes. So First Rod- of all, weird choosing of actors <laughs> for that movie. Like, why is it Taken plus Umbrella? <laughs> Who thought, like, yeah, Battleship, that's what it needs. A little that's bit of Taken, a little bit of Umbrella. All of them together. Little Riri, <laughs> little Lily. I don't think he likes being called Little Lily, but Rotten Tomatoes, critics that. gave it a 33%. But that's yeah. pretty good. One out of three critics was like, good movie. <laughs> when you look at it that way. I mean, not not terrible. So, again, movie, movie execs, business people, they, they know they're adults. So, adults is what you were saying earlier. It's that mix between kids and adults. It's like kid adults. It's yeah. like going back to our childhood as we are adults. So, it's very much the, like, childhood vibes. Well, of we covered what we Disney knew. on this show, and it yeah. was kind of this, the Disney adults out there. So, it's still this, they're just grasping for this nostalgia of yeah, a simpler well, time. Yeah, well, with all the products from video games, toys, books, movies, all of it, they buy $9 billion in toys annually. So take that in for a That's second. That's wild. That's mm-hmm. about a fourth of all toy sales. And 59% of Gen Zers and Millennials consider themselves adults. Who did this poll? There's no way that six out of ten are like, sign me up for that. But I could slogan. see how, like, if someone was like, D- would you get excited about a Barbie movie? I would say yes. And if that's considered a adult, then I would be that then. Yeah, I wouldn't want to know how they define it. I mean, is it just a childhood spirit? I think so. Because even like the bracelet, like even these bracelets. Oh, yeah, those are coming back now. Like Taylor Swift did the oh, little yeah, the bracelets. bracelets. Oh, yeah, it's it's a whole like thing now. Yeah. It's kind of like limited to meets adulthood or something. I don't know. Well, 67% of Gen Zers and millennials said they would try to buy a replica of something from their childhood if given the opportunity. Now that I can get behind. Yeah. Like, if they sold vintage Game Boys that look like the old school ones, I'd probably buy one. Yeah, because it's just fun to, like, relive it. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I would. Would I? I don't know. A replica of something from your childhood. I think you would do it. More, again, more in, like, the fashion sense. If it was, like, really cute, then pro- that's probably where I would go. More Less clothing. than, like, toys. Yeah, that's fair. Do you know what I'm saying? Well, 65% realize they can now buy things for themselves that their parents would never let them buy. Now, this is a thing. So we've talked about revenge travel. This is kind of like a revenge toy spending of like mom and dad would never let me buy this. Now I can buy it all. Do you know the one thing that we never got and they actually bought it for the grandkids for Christmas one year? What? Was like the Power Wheels car, like the car that you would drive. The Barbie one? They had the Barbie. Well, the Barbie one was like, dang, they got money. Yes. If I saw a kid with that, I I was like, they got a trust fund already. I know. <laughs> I mean, that might have as well been a Range Rover. You know what I mean? Like, that was the you. nicest vehicle a child so could drive. Cool. It was so cool. Yeah. We wow. never had one of those. Would Did you get one for your kids? A Barbie? Yeah. You would? Sure. Hey, Amelia, Caroline, look they have out a frozen this Christmas. Jeep, but they have a frozen Jeep from Papa Dave and, and Mimi. Oh, it's frozen themed. They bought it for them. And I'm like, well... They never bought it for us as children, but they bought all the grandkids Power Wheels one year for Christmas. Well, Dave, Dave's famous quote is, if I knew how great grandchildren would be, I would have been nicer to my kids. Yeah, to their parents. They don't even cl- he didn't even claim me as my as his kid in that quote. Bless it. As, to their parents. That's what you are. <laughs> to their parents. That's exactly what You're not what his I kid. Am. You're just their parent. A hundred percent. Oh, yeah. I love sure. that. <laughs> and 54% who realize they can now afford what they couldn't have as kids admit they often or always buy those things as adults. That's still some fighting words. Strong statement. Man. I'm yeah. trying to think of something that I buy now that my parents denied me as a kid. I don't remember getting like denied a lot because I kind of knew. You know what mine is? Not to ask. Well, it's yours. Snacks. 
Oh, yes. We were not a snack family. Mom was always like, nope, no snacks. You're going to eat your dinner. And she had. Well, Sharon she, is a picture of health. She's a big cook and like all the things. So when we built our house, one of my things was in my pantry. I want a shelf that I have plastic containers organized and have snacks for all the kids. My children, and other children. And they can children. rate it anytime? Well, I mean, like, there's boundaries, obviously. Like, if we're making dinner, we're not going to go have snacks. But, like, if they wake up from their nap, they can have a snack. I'm like, yes, and you, my child, get what I never got. That's so Options. sweet. How about, how about for you? Is there anything you were denied that you? Oh, you know, my mom was a big cook. So I'm going to go in the food category as okay. well yeah. and say, like, sometimes I'll have a little bite of dessert before uh, the meal. And I feel like, wow. This would have not have happened in the camel household. Oh, yeah. You can't ruin your appetite from Mama Camel's grape leaves and, you know, hummus and all that. <laughs> tabbouleh. Tabbouleh. Can't have that. No, so but then it's you usually think, I'm an adult now and I get to make my own yeah, decisions. Yeah, toys, I don't really remember. My parents were, were, you know, we were middle class and we weren't yeah. broke, but we just, it was reasonable. It was yes. like, all right, we'll get that eventually. Yes. Christmas, okay. your birthday. Are you ready for the next brand that's coming back? What's that? Barney. Okay. This was announced on July 5th and it's like a... Again, like how Barbie's kind of like it's PG thirteen. It's not like a G movie, right? Don't it's not tell for me kids. they made Barney inappropriate. I, think it's like, I don't think it's. I don't know if it's inappropriate, George, but I think it is geared more to adults. So I hear. Uh, That's Mattel weird. Exec, yes. It's a dinosaur. Mattel Exec said the movie will be sur sur surrealistic. Oh, surrealistic. <laughs> surrealistic. So surreal, <laughs> but istic at the end. Here's the quote from the Mattel Exec. We're leaning into the millennial angst of the property rather than fine-tuning this for kids. It's really a play for adults. Not that it's R-rated, but it'll focus on some of the trials and tribulations of being 30-something growing up with Barney. Just the level of disenchantment within the generation. What <laughs> in tarnation? Who's in these marketing meetings? I'm not sure this one's weird. Why did they choose Barney to represent all this? I don't know. I mean, like, Why I feel Barney? like, I'm, like, go back to American Girl. Like, that feels more, like, wholesome. Like an yes. American Girl doll movie, like that feels more than Barney. Like, yeah, I don't know that I personally feel disenchanted, but I can understand <laughs> that people out there just are, again, they're grasping for this simpler time when life was simple and beautiful and they could have the things they wanted. Okay, if I made some, if I, okay, which of these movies would you watch though? Okay, okay. ready? Hot Wheels, Light Bright, Mall Madness, Dream Phone, <gasps> Flip Decks, Dream Phone. For sure. What is Dream Phone? Did you not have Dream? Well, yeah, I guess you were. A is guy. this a female thing? It probably was. Yes, yes. You had a hot pink telephone, and you had to like dial, and it would be like Bobby, and there's like a card of Bobby, and you dial the number and is see that if a it boy? picks up. Yes, yes. <laughs> so you're trying to? Is it kind and of like a flirty? Like, let's get on a call with Bobby. Let's yeah, see what but Bobby Bobby's isn't up real. To. It's like a rec- you know, it's like a. That's recording. even more sad. <laughs> I know. It could be. A so good you movie. call a fictional guy. I don't know. Okay. It's yeah, the recording on the phone. The only one I really played with was Hot Wheels and Lightbright out of this whole list. Yeah. And Lightbright, how do you make a movie out of Lightbright? I don't know. But Isn't it just game. pictures out of light? Great game. You just yeah. Okay. I'd be impressed if they could make a whole movie out of Lightbright. Figure it out. Figure it out. I'd so, watch that out of a dark curiosity. I know. So uh, what's tricky about turning toys into movies is that again, there's no like plot built in, right? They kind of have to like Force it. Force it. Force it. Figure it out. So uh, Kevin Hart is currently set to star in the Monopoly movie. Oh. That Hasbro, yes, has been trying to make for over a decade. Is he like the Monopoly man? 
Apparently. Well, director Tim Story has been quoted in interviews saying that they're trying to find the right hook, but it's still being developed. If a guy with the last name Story can't find a hook for the story, you're in trouble. (laughs) We're in trouble. But I will say, I love Jumanji, the remake they did with The Rock (gasps) and Kevin Hart and Jack Black. So I have faith that Kevin Hart could pull this off. Okay, but Jumanji wasn't a real game. It was a movie based on a game. But this is like a real movie. But then it became a a game? Because you could buy the Jumanji board game. Yeah, but it didn't like suck you into the board game. Like it, it's not. Well, like, not in real life, Rachel. <laughs> it was a fictional idea. <laughs> Thank you for clarifying that you will not get sucked into the Jumanji board game if you buy it. Parents across America were worried about this. You cleared the air. Well, uh, I will say I am a big fan of Monopoly, which is one reason I would watch it. Well, the money lessons from Monopoly. Number one, cash is king. That's right. Having cash with Monopoly, it's key. So to win Monopoly, you got to be the last player, obviously. And that means that you have cash. And when you're out of cash, you have to sell your assets uh, at a deep discount for what you paid them for. Or if you have a mortgage, you can mortgage off your assets, you know, to get all of it. So it's it's a there's a debt element. It's kind of like what we do on the Ramsey show is we take calls and we're like, you got to sell the house. You got to sell the house. Yeah, don't 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 get a HELOC. Don't, don't take the equity out of your home. Don't do that. If they don't. made a modern version of Monopoly, it would be hilarious to see all the terrible Shit. decisions people made yes. in the game. It's, Let's put another mortgage on the house for fun. It's real. Why not? And so. also a, a great lesson is to be patient and have a plan. You know, Monopoly, as we said earlier, it's a long game. In a lot of ways. And it's just like life. You got to play the long game. Mm -hmm. You need a proven strategy to win. You can't just buy every piece of property you land on. You have to be strategic. Yes, yes. And making sure that you're looking at everything from your assets, your cash, all of it, to stay in the game longer. Okay, another great board game that really has to do with life. Life. The game of life. Do you remember the game of life? That was one of my favorites. Was it? With the car with the little people. Yes. Mm -hmm. It's a good one. I don't know why. Maybe I was like such a realist that I was like, this is realistic. Yes. This is the car I got to drive. I know, but that's like the go job. To my job. Be, yes, your kids. Yeah. And you always wanted to be like the doctor or the lawyer. <laughs> you always wanted to make more. You got to make more to win the game of life. <laughs> I mean, they taught us that early <laughs> on. Probably an element. And there was so many versions of this. There was a Super Mario edition, Target Stores edition, Jurassic Park edition. Yes, yeah, I didn't get all those. So let's call out some money lessons from the game of life. There's a lot of them in there. This is probably the most tactical money I so. lessons that I learned growing up. Yes. For sure. One lesson from the game, college pays off in the long run. Because yes. in the game, if you go to college, you're going to make more money. Yeah, you got to take the works. long route, though, versus going short, That's right? right. But according to stats, I think it's that men make on their lifetime the median average of $900,000 more with a college degree. Oh, than high school high school. Yeah, and uh, for women, it's $630,000. So wow. it seems really high. I wonder if those numbers are changing because I feel like our world is changing with college. Since COVID and everything, Yeah. I don't know. I just feel like... Well, and people are going further into debt for college, which yes. changes the ROI on it, the return on your investment. That's right. That's you go right. 200 grand into for a film degree, which I almost did. Yep. You're not going to get ROI on that. No, you're exactly right. So some things to remember for college. Yeah, get scholarships, grants, state in state. Uh, take that in-state tuition. Be working. Like there's smart ways to still do this so that the ROI pays off with your degree. So you come out financially not in a hole because, man, the student loans, it's terrible. It's a killer. And we take calls on the Ramsey Show and people are like, I have a college degree or a master's degree and I make 40000 a year. And then kids no. with no college degree call in like, I make ninety grand as a welder and I'm 19. That's right. That's already right. in the workforce. 
crushing it with no debt. That's right. I'm like, so, who would you rather be? That's amazing. It's very, very uh, different depending on the person situation for sure. All right, next is that you need car insurance and homeowner's insurance. You know, not many board games teach you about insurance in a fun way. And so I think <laughs> thank for that, you game of life. thanks, Game of Life. Thanks, Game of Life. So you've got to decide up front in the game if you want to pay 500 bucks to cover auto collisions. The max later can be up to 25 grand. And if you land on a certain space, you're forced to buy a home with the option to buy insurance for disasters. Oh, man. What a good lesson. Yeah. So, I mean, I feel, I mean, you have to, I mean, homeowners insurance, car insurance, it's a must. You got to have it. Yeah. And you got to have enough. A lot of people are underinsured. Yes. And I learned that the hard way getting in a wreck back in 2013. And I was underinsured on my dad's insurance. And it was scary. So since oh, yeah. then, I've made sure I've got plenty of coverage. Okay, next is life insurance pays major dividends. So Ooh. in the game, you have to shell out $5,000 up front, which could be your entire salary. But if you land on the right spots during the game, you get random payouts of like $25,000, $100,000. I <sighs> wish life insurance worked like that. <laughs> the random payout means somebody died. <laughs> And you were the beneficiary. So So not exactly like a woo. Not the game of life, more like the game of... That's sad. Game of death, game of thrones. So when it comes to life insurance, there's only one that we recommend. There's a lot of crappy life insurance types out there. The only one you want is term life insurance. That means it's for a set term. You want 10 to 12 times your income, and it's super cheap comparatively to whole life insurance, which is a scam. That's right. Yeah, because, I mean, ideally, as you're working the baby steps, if you have no debt... Even no house payment on Baby Step 6, you're investing, you got money in your 401k and everything. Like if something were to happen, then technically, you know, your spouse or your family could take that and the asset of your home. And, That's how and real okay. life works. In the game, you get the payout, which makes no sense. Yes. You're not the beneficiary from your own death. No. You can't no. take it with you. No, not at all. Okay, last uh, lesson from the game of life. So again, thank you, game of life, uh, is that you need cash for unexpected expenses. Mm, so in the game, you can get hit with randomized charges that you don't choose, like a boat repair, your dog ruining a neighbor's flower bed. These and are very realistic. Things things happen. I with constantly boat need my boat repairs. <laughs> it's very expensive. <laughs> Sell the boat. Uh, um, I feel good about this one. That's a good lesson to learn that you need cash for unexpected expenses. It didn't say you need a credit card because no. that's what most people do is they go, that's right. well, Rachel, why do I need an emergency fund? I have a credit card. That's right. Tell that to Barbie. Tell it to Barbie. She doesn't care. She's definitely got a trust fund. She does not seem worried at all. She's not in real life like we are. Yeah. We're out here. So get an emergency fund of three to six months of expenses once you're out of debt. That will allow you to cover those unexpected boat repairs. That's right. Yes. Okay. The Game of Life probably should not be translated into a movie. It's (laughs) heavy. sound very fun. You just watch people just going to their jobs that they hate, not making enough money to pay off their debt. That's too real. And people die, then they get money. It's terrible. Yeah. When I die, okay. I hope they write me a big check, Rachel. <laughs> For you to use. Gosh. Okay, but there were movies in the 90s that were around money. Actually, quite a bit of them. First one always comes to mind, Richie Rich. 100%. Macaulay Culkin. I mean— 1994 classic. Oh, McDonald's in his mansion. Oh, that's right. Roller coasters, everything. I mean, you think he, McDonald's he paid a lot of money That's that? a good question. Ooh, product placement. I didn't even think about that. There's no way they just did that for free for McDonald's. That's a great. We should look that up. So again, Richie Rich's parents are rich. They go missing, and he has to go look for them. And in the meantime, he befriends, I would say, quote, unquote, normal kids that don't have mansions and roller coasters and McDonald's. Yeah, like just 
normal people like us, middle class folks. And he, you know, he's quickly realized that those friendships make his life better than all the stuff you could have. Now, were they friends with him because of the money? (laughs) I think at first they actually didn't want to play with him at first. Do you remember in the baseball field and stuff? How do you have such an amazing memory? Well, my kids have watched my kids. We go back and like rewatch all these movies. Oh, that's right. That's your thing. Yeah. Speaking of nostalgia, you love showing your kids old movies. Oh, yeah. From like the 90s. Again, good relationships. They make you. True wealth. Yes, it is. Beautifully said. Okay, next great one. Blank check. Yes. Did you ever see this one? Love blank check. Oh, my God. Also 1994. What a year. Lots of lots of money. Kid movies. related rich people stuff. We just wanted it all. So we wanted. So the main character, Preston Waters, what a name, first of all. He ends up with a blank check in a biking accident and cashes it in for one million dollars. Which in hindsight, if you can write a blank check, shoot for the stars. <laughs> now when you're a kid in nine in the nineties, a million dollars is unlimited oh, money. For sure. Today the listeners are scoffing, going, that might get him four years in retirement with inflation. <laughs> I know. Sorry, it doesn't go as far. It doesn't go as far. So again, he was able to cash the check partially because he was lying and also because of the crooked bank owner. Yeah, who needs integrity, Rachel? Just commit fraud. Yep, all right there. So uh, Preston's parents become pretty hostile about the money in this movie because he's like 10 years old, right? And they're like, where where are you getting all of this? Mm. So... Well, you know, I'm, I don't want to go too deep here, Rachel, but it reminds me of the book, uh, the book of Proverbs. Oh, really? 13.11, wealth gained hastily will dwindle, but whoever gathers little by little will prosper. And another version says whoever gathers it dishonestly. So we could Pre- argue Preston. that this we was kind of you. foreshadowing we for our friend Preston. Preston should have had Proverbs. Yeah, what happened in the movie? I don't remember the ending. So he ends up, sp- he ends up spending the full million dollars in just six days. So let me tell you, <laughs> they literally took that plot from Proverbs and they're like, let's make a movie out of I this. I know. Well, he buys a castle and renovates it. He buys it for $300,000. What a dream that would be today. <laughs> I have a castle for three hundred. dollars Yeah. That might get you a townhome in Sheboygan if you're lucky. If you're <laughs> If you're lucky. <laughs> Those 90s, though, it'll really, you can reach for the stars. Uh, there was a lot of product placement, too, in this movie. So a truckload of Chips Ahoy shows up. And also a truck of something uh, unidentified from Sharper Image. Oh, I did in. love Sharper Image. Yes. I love just going to that store in the mall and just playing with the electronics. Seeing and the massage all. chairs. I mean, like, one day. Yep. So he gets a limo driver, new clothes, ice cream, go-karts, computers, giant water slide, all of it. So Most of that still sounds awesome, even as an adult. I know. Can we but be he, honest? Yes. Oh, for sure. But he spends it in six days. He needs a budget. He could have been way more strategic. He could have invested ninety percent of that yes. and lived on it forever. And he would have been fine. Yes, lived on a hundred grand. He could have spent a hundred grand. Oh, easily and enjoyed it. Maybe not castle level, but six days. It's pretty quick. Goodness gracious! But that's kind of representative of America. I mean, we see a lot of sad stories of lottery winners who yes. do this. Yes. And after taxes and family, and they buy a few nice things, the money's gone. They just blew it. You know what Preston's life reminds me of, Rachel, in this movie? A game of MASH. Remember this one? Yes. So this is how it was played. You got home options of mansion, apartment, shack, or house. Mm -hmm. Great options. Then you have the other categories of your choosing. A partner, job, number of kids. That was always a fun one. Car. And you pick half the things in each category. Your friend picks the other half so that they're not all good options. Then you draw the spiral line and count through the list. And then go boom, 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 cross them out, boom, 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 cross them out, and then you see your future. So okay. pick, an, pick a color. D. 
Did you make that? I'm very impressed that no, you still I know how to do that. that. But you know how to make it. Oh, yeah, yeah, I can make one. I just didn't today. You could be like, million dollar check if you know how to make that. I'd be like, I give I could. up. And I can make a bow tie with your dollar bill. Wow. Okay, so let's ask the fortune teller a question. Okay. Let's just, I'm going to read out a few. You get to pick it just for fun. Okay, will we ever have a Ramsey movie? Will we become billionaires? Do that one, do that one. That's a fun one. Will smart money have you ever, ever go on the road? Love that one. Will George ever buy a Keurig? I don't need a fortune to tell me that one. (laughs) Will Rachel ever pronounce AI correct? Outlook not looking so good. Do the the billionaires one. Will we become billionaires? That is the question I want to know. Oh my gosh, okay. Orange. O-R-A-N-G-E. Pick a number. Two. One, two. Is that a five in there? I can't. Yeah, there's a five. Okay, we'll do the five. <gasps> Fingers <Yes>! crossed. <laughs> Y'all, I just made us billionaires. Is this how crypto George. works? Because I feel like I could get behind this. You just get to decide. <laughs> just get to pick. That's amazing. You want me to do one for you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm really nervous. Okay, pick Doing one. Okay, origami, I'll pick one of these questions. Origami Live is very Okay, will Smart Money Happy ever, ever go on the road? Okay, great. You get blue, green, pink, orange. Go blue. Let's do pink because we're all in pink. Barbie mode. Okay. P I N. No, no. Each. P I N K. Sure. Did I not do it right? Six. How are you supposed to do it? Every girl that, like, it's So open on the letter. And then go to the next one. I N. N. No, open. N. Okay. Yeah, great job. <laughs> I told you this is stressful. Okay, uh, seven. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Let's go uh, number one. Number one. Okay, this is, is Smart Money Happy Hour going to go on the road? Most likely. <laughs> yes. So now we, <laughs> we are billionaires. We're most likely <laughs> going on the road. <laughs> I love where this is going. Oh, uh, the fortune teller. That's fun. Yeah, so good. Go make so this at good. home. This is this will entertain your kids for hours for with hours no screens. Even. I know. There's a local pizza place in Nashville, and their kids' menu turns into that. You That's fold genius. it. Yep. This would be great for date night. Yes. Of like, you just choose a restaurant, and it's like, most likely. Yep. Yes. We'll no. What do we or want? you just have like, we're going to get Mexican tonight. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Another billion dollar idea. Guys, this is all free. All free. All free ideas. Okay. Well, George, that was fun. That was fun. Going back in the 90s. There's a lot of money lessons in our childhood that we yeah, never picked up on. I don't think I I didn't really learn from them. Like, you know, back then you're not thinking about getting term no, life insurance. I know. You're just like, all right, is this game over? I want to go play with my friends. Yeah, totally. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. What's up, guys? If you want to be better with money, your first step is to start budgeting with every dollar. This is the app Rachel and I both use, and trust me, it's great because it gives you everything you need to make budgeting easier, faster, and dare I say, even enjoyable. Yeah, I think you can say that, George. I mean, it's pretty enjoyable to have more money, right? Mm -hmm. And that's what happens when you're intentional with your spending. Guys, download every dollar for free on the App Store or Google Play today. It's almost the end of the episode, though, and we close out every episode with Guilty Guilty as as Charged. And this is where our producer, Lindsay, gives us a new Guilty as Charged question every week. And if we are guilty, we have to take a sip. Okay, Lindsay, what is it this week? Okay. Um, What adult thing would you be willing to spend a lot of money on? Because they just said it's that, what, was it six out of ten people, right? 
will spend a lot of money on cadult things. Yeah. So what um, would you be willing to spend on? Like let's let's category. give it a number. Like over well, two hundred bucks or what? I'm thinking like let's just say the thing you'd like you would spend on, and then how much would you be willing to spend on it? Oh, oh okay. Man. I feel like I start with a number first. Go for it. That's just me. I'm going to say 300 bucks is my max. Okay. Emotionally to spend on nostalgia. Okay, so what would you do? Probably, you know what I've actually been intrigued by is the Nintendo Switch. It's kind of the new version of the Game Boy, but updated, and that intrigues me. Okay. And I can play like, you know, Mario Party and stuff on there. Yes, yes. So I'm going to go like video games for me. Okay. 300 bucks, max limit. Um, mine would be some kind of like experience where I could like oh. go meet the cast of Step by Step or something. Like, do you know what I'm saying? Like, that's a very specific. I love dream. that though. What if you went and ride roller coasters with them? Like, oh, that? like on the whole thing <laughs> and yeah. like did the whole opening. Yeah. <gasps> what if you could pay to have the opening intro of a sitcom that you loved? <gasps> Oh, that is a brilliant that idea. That is a brilliant idea. And you're in it. Well, the question is, so many how much would you spend thousand. on that? For like a ticket to do yes. that. 500 bucks. Like for real it. talk. And it, no, and I'm saying even no like, like even friends. Like if I could be in the fountain, like, like, like yes, do the like whole thing. You get to recreate it with your friends. Oh my gosh. She's going more. Oh my gosh. We should play the Who Wants to Be a Millionaire I music might, where it's really intense. I might intense. go upwards of eight. 800 or 8,000? <laughs> I love it. 100. Not 1,000. But hundred, if I was like, I could pay this, and all, and I could have a group of people, and we go experience something from the nineties. Yeah, so and I, would. Totally. I, don't make think I, would, I don't think I would quite go to a thousand. Okay, but okay, nine. That's why nine fifty. Getting a little close. She would do it. Eight hundred though, like no I, problem. I kind of, I kind of feel like I would. If your friends were in, you'd be like, all right, I'll do nine fifty. Because it's even better than a concert, right? And like, like that, like because like a concert, you know, it's just you, you know, sure with friends, but like if you could pay for a group of people. To go together and do it. Wouldn't that be so fun? I hope Hollywood's listening to this idea. This I don't is think anyone in Hollywood, Mattel execs, they're listening. They're going, what are, what are Rachel and George <laughs> saying about it? the Barbie movie? Okay, that would be it. So Love That's that. really good, actually. You. Your, your idea was way better. Mm. And that is, I like it's an right experience. Off the cuff too. I loved it. Because I think our generation is kind of done with stuff. I know. We want like, more experiences. Like, like caboodles. Remember all the, like, but you could get those for like probably 20 bucks yeah. on Amazon or something right now. Like, you know right? what we should ask? We should say, anyone listening or watching should say what show they would want to star in. Oh. <gasps> Ooh, for the intro. So in the review, you got to leave. That's good. I think mine would have to be Friends. Okay. The Fountain and like the yeah. whole bit. That's a good one. Or Step by Step and Roller Coaster. That's a great one. Yeah, the roller coaster, getting to be on that roller coaster. I know, because it's be a like, dream. and they all scream, you know. It's very fun. All right. We did it. All right, uh, George, you may have sipped more sparkly, yeah, glitter juice. My stomach, I'm not sure how it, it's. I don't. It's just messy, and I. It's not. It's not the best cocktail, but it, the fun. It's a ten out of ten on your the girls fun would scale. love this. If you made the mocktail version, your girls would be like, "Oh my gosh, you're the uh, best mom ever!" Oh yeah, but I wouldn't because look at all this right here. Yeah, this terrible. is. We this need is, a whole cleanup this crew. This is terrible. So, what would you rate it? The by taste or the drink. whole experience? Whole experience. You got to take it all into consideration. You know, I'm going to go 8 out of 10. It went down some points in taste. It's not my favorite tasting drink. Sure. It went down because of just the inconvenience of what is happening right now. Okay. Uh, but It, it lost goes a point up, for the mess. But it goes up with all the fun. For the aesthetic. I mean, this, when you can swirl a cocktail and glitter starts spinning around, 
That's every girl's dream. That's up some points. And yeah. every guy's nightmare. <laughs> but we're having a good time. I'm going to rate it a uh, 7 out of 10. Yeah. I think an amazing presentation. Flavor actually decent. Yeah. But just too, it's just bright. I don't like bright, uh, I have sensory issues, I think. It's like even just looking at you right now, I'm like, can we turn off the highlighter? Can we dim this down? <laughs> And my wife is going to hate this because she loves bright colors. And I'm always like, I like more muted tones. Muted tones, neutrals. Yeah. Yeah, That's just me. That's a guy. I I don't know. Maybe it's a guy thing. Or Okay. But what was in it, George? What was in the drink? Wouldn't you like to know? (laughs) Obviously, microplastics. Other than that, (laughs) dragon fruit juice is the main ingredient. That's what gives it that vibrant pink color. Okay. It's got whipped cream vodka, which gives it that kind of vanilla flavor. Does it help? Okay. And then it has Sprite Uh, and a dash... I would say more than a dash of edible glitter. Yeah, definitely not. <laughs> Who invented edible glitter? Who was like, guys, we can make people eat this? That is so funny. So uh, the cost breakdown, actually very reasonable. $2.75. Oh, wow. That's shocking. Yeah. So if you're doing like a Barbie-themed party, this would be really fun to make, though. That would be fun. I Are people doing I, that? I don't think I would do the REMS glitter because it would be messier. But if just the drink had the glitter, that's a different story. You could even do like a big punch bowl. Yeah. And you could stir it and get yeah, all yeah, the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yep. could be fun. That's fun. You can find the recipe in the show notes and let us know what you think. That's right. So, you guys, uh, thanks for watching and listening. And make sure to leave us a review. Maybe we'll pick someone out and give we them a Oh, can I call Furby. one out? People really angry that we didn't know the Genesis catalog, and they called it out in the podcast. Wait, wait, say again? The band Genesis, Phil Collins. They were like, I can't believe Rachel and George didn't know Genesis. I'm I'm going to unsubscribe. No, they didn't. They were so offended. No. Shoot, Phil Collins. We're so sorry. Sorry. Phil Collins fans I know Phil. I'm not as familiar with Genesis. Don't hold it against me, guys. Man. They can't feel the love tonight. I'll tell you that much. So listen, we read them. Obviously, George has recently. I've not seen those. I've not been on recently, apparently. You got to get on there. But we like to read the reviews. We like to know what you guys like, what you think about the podcast. And it helps with algorithm stuff and get into the universe uh, for people to find the podcast and hopefully show them that money can be fun. It can be. We make it fun. We try. I don't know if we do a good job or not. So... Um, Have some confidence. I know. Well, George. This was fun. This was great. So we'll see you guys next Thursday on an all new episode of Smart Money Money Happy Happy Hour. Hour. Glitter goes everywhere.